Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here with Barbara Schutten, the HSP coach of the world. Barbara, how are you doing today? I am doing amazing, Phil. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really excited to have you. How about, uh, I have a little bit of a bio here. I'm going to just read it off and you can uh, add to it in just a bit. Um, you're a transformational coach, a speaker, and an author. You've specialized in helping people who feel different than others to be deeply connected with their authentic spiritual self, have a crystal clear vision of their life, they truly the life they truly want, unleash the power that is already within them, and reignite their passion and purpose so they can have a soulful, profitable business, achieve the dreams, and live a fulfilled life on their terms. I love it. Now, that's an overview. Do you want to jump into a little bit more specific on what you do? Yes. What I do is I help people who have always felt weird or strange or that they are different from everybody else, might even wondered, is there something wrong with me? And that at the moment are either feeling stuck or trapped or unhappy or unsatisfied with uh, all or parts of their lives. I help them to get really clear on who they are, what is really important to them, what they want, what they are passionate about. And I help them to um, get away from overwhelm and exhaustion, step into their zone of genius and turn that passion into something profitable. I love it. So great. Um, now, let's go back to the very beginning. When did you start deciding to become an entrepreneur? Like, What, what, what was the spark that decided, hey, this is what I'm going to do? Well, I had been thinking that for a couple of years already, but I kept postponing actually becoming an entrepreneur because nobody in my family is an entrepreneur and was kind of scary and I didn't really know what it meant and opportunities kept coming on my path that were like the job of your dreams, you know, for which I kept postponing actually starting. And what finally made me start is the realization that the job of my dreams turned out to be um, not the job of my dreams at all. And I finally just, I was sick and tired of always feeling sick and tired and ending up in the same types of situations. And then I thought, you know, I'm just going to go for it. Awesome. And when did you decide to go for it? When was the, the, the time, what was the timeline for that? Well, the timeline when I actually decided to go for it was the beginning of 2013. So you've been a digital entrepreneur for quite some time, at least eight years now going yes. on that. Um, and you must have had some transformations along the way since you are a transformational okay. coach. Um, when you first started, what were some of the services that you offered? Because obviously now you offer a wide variety, um, but you've built up those talents over the time. What was the like the niche or the the area that you started on? Oh, that's an excellent question. You know, when I started, I had ended up in a burnout myself. And in that period, my boss told me, yeah, but you are an HSP, you're exactly like my wife. And then he started talking about other things. And at the time I thought, are you calling me a name or are you being serious? I, I didn't know what it meant, but I decided to 
look it up as soon as I got back to my workstation. And then it turned out that HSP stood for highly sensitive person. And I started reading more about highly, highly sensitive people, about high sensitivity. And then I recognized myself in that. It felt like coming home to myself. And then I realized that the way into a burnout for a highly sensitive person is completely different than for a non-highly sensitive person. But also the way out of a burnout is completely different for a highly sensitive person than for a non-highly sensitive person. And that was actually what inspired me to start my business. So in the beginning, I had a company called To Be In Balance, and I offered a combination of coaching and acupuncture to highly sensitive people that were either in a burnout, fighting to stay out of a burnout, or otherwise experiencing too much stress. I love it. And uh, I love how you, you you narrowed in on your ideal client. Is someone exactly like you, a high... Um, high sensitive person and those people don't really get that that much love because they're the ones giving the love they're the ones helping usually uh and making sure and i i resonate greatly with your story because i had a burnout in 2020 um that started me on my journey of entrepreneurship as well so I, i'm seeing a, a lot of similarities between entrepreneurs it usually arrives around a burnout and then they're like yeah no i'm i'm going off on my own and then it usually causes more stress, but you get out of it and you're like happy once you get your ball rolling in the entrepreneurial world. Um, yes. Since you've been being an entrepreneur for the last seven, eight years now, um, what are, you must have had uh, amazing moments. Like periodically, you must have had some moments that just solidify why you, uh, you, you are a, high, a HSP coach. Um, do you want to just maybe share one or two of them with us? Yes, definitely. You know, when I started out, I, uh, like I said, I, I was coaching highly sensitive people with a burnout or too much stress. And I remember thinking that when I started my business, I needed to be like all other businesses, right? Start at nine and at five. And that's just not my natural rhythm. So one of the transformations I went through was creating a business that caters to my needs instead of copying what everybody else is doing. That was already a huge moment. And as a business owner, you're suddenly everything. You're the toilet girl, but you're also the director. You're the marketing department. You're the accountancy department. You're the IT department. And you're customer service. You know, you're everything. But you're not good at everything. That's fairly impossible because no other job requires this much from you. So I was taking a course on marketing and selling because, well, as we all know, those are essential to being mm -hmm. a successful entrepreneur, at least, because all entrepreneurs need clients and you get clients with marketing That's and sales, right? And I was doing this, uh, this, this program and I was in the VIP group because somebody told me, you know, if you want to do it, you need to do it good. Treat yourself as a VIP and then you'll get equal results. So I, I just really got that in my head and, and I decided to go for the VIP version of this program. And what I realized was that we were with 18 people and 17 of us were highly sensitive. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. And then on the final day, people were asked, what is your biggest obstacle or your biggest challenge within your business? And naturally, my ears picked up and I thought, you know, this is interesting stuff. So that, that's I pure market research for you right there. <laughs> exactly. So I started riding along with what everybody was saying. And then it just hit me. They were struggling with the exact things that I was teaching, but I was teaching 
employees in service of an employee, of an employer. And these were business owners. And then I thought, oh, this is interesting. And then I thought, you know, but aren't there coaches or people that do what I do, but them for entrepreneurs? And I started doing my research and the answer was no. There was nobody doing this for entrepreneurs. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. And then I thought, you know, learning how to manage your energy, how to manage your stress, how to manage your emotions. Um, it's important for an employee. But if you get sick, you call in sick and your boss still pays you. So there's no, no immediate problem, right? But as a business owner, especially a one-person business owner, you are your business. So how well you are doing is directly reflected in how well your business is doing. So if you do not learn how to manage your energy, how to manage your stress, and how to manage your emotions in, in the form of not taking over your client's emotions, for instance, and, and learning to let that go, then you can end up in a burnout very, very quickly. And I realized that my services were even more valuable and more important to business owners. And that's how my second business got started, the HSP Entrepreneur Coach. And then I did both. I did employees and I did entrepreneurs. And then people were telling me, now it gets kind of confusing. Can I get to you if I'm an entrepreneur or an employee? It's, it's not quite clear. And I thought, well, I can imagine. So I just really started to think about the businesses I had and what I was doing and what gave me the most pleasure and gave me the most energy. And for me, that turned out to be working with entrepreneurs because as a fellow entrepreneur, you know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And you know that sometimes you just need to invest in yourself and you need to invest in your business and you need to have a really good foundation. So the motivation to work on yourself and to change things for the better is much higher for the entrepreneurs I was working with than for the employees that were often sent to me by their boss, not even really wanting to do it themselves, you know? And that was also a big realization. And then I started to look deeper below what was going on and why were these entrepreneurs experiencing these emotions and these stress? Because I could help them with it, but it would be much cooler, right? If we could really prevent them from getting there, from actually needing the help that I was providing at that moment. And that's how uh, my latest company, HSP Coach Barbara, uh, came to life, in which I just really help people build a strong foundation, really get back to your roots. Who is your authentic self? Who are you? What do you stand for? What is important to you? And what do you really want? And then just create your life around that. So those were yeah, some major aha moments in, in my entrepreneurial uh, journey, so to say. Well, yeah, b b being able to be in a marketing group, a VIP marketing group with exactly your ideal clients and then hearing them tell you exactly what they're needing that I don't think you can, there's no amount of money in the world that can get, you can pay to have that. But apparently you found the, the amazing solution to that. So that oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very jealous, very jealous that you were able to do that and in essence, get every single one of their pain points and able to solve it with your thing. And then later go back to them and go, Hey, here's something I can help you with. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes, <laughs> um, now, obviously, highly sensitive people, they have different than uh, non highly sensitive people. What are some of the common uh, issues that you see spring up with the entrepreneurs that are highly sensitive uh, that you've been able to coach? 
Mm -hmm. Well, one thing that they are prone to is what they call imposter syndrome. And part of it is because the advice in the world is fake it until you make it. Partly it is because we are not proud of ourselves and we feel that there's something wrong with us. So we were already trying to be someone else to please other people or to be accepted. So then when you get the advice to fake it until you make it within your entrepreneurship, then it's very easy to start thinking, well, what if they discover that I'm only faking it? What if they discover that this is not the real me? What if they discover and yeah, you know, you can fill in the rest. So there are a lot of fears and insecurities and, and, and they in general call that imposter syndrome. So that is one of the things that I help people with. Other things are especially um, if you are someone who helps other people. So that's very broad, but it could be a coach like me, or it could be a healer or a therapist, but also other service providers because Highly sensitive people always feel the need to be there for other people, to help other people. So we tend to be working in a job where we help other people. Um, and what I then see is that they quickly take over the emotions and energies of their clients. So we are highly empathic and we can lend a shoulder and we can also understand where they are coming from. But it's also very easy to fall into the trap of literally taking over their pain and their emotions and they are then rid of it and happy but then you have all those hurts and insecurities and fears and energy draining stuff and that obviously has a big impact on you as an entrepreneur so what you need to learn is how to be empathic but not take over all of their shit and to help them release their shit instead of taking it on yourself because then you will get overwhelmed very quickly, exhausted very quickly, uh, drained. And then those are the types of complaints that a lot of entrepreneurs face. And most of the time that is because we take over other people's energies and emotions. And so that is a very important aspect. And then there is the trap of um, doing marketing and sales according to somebody else's formula somebody else's way of doing stuff. And there are many, many people out there that teach you, oh, if you wanna have 30K months, you need to start a Facebook group and then how to fill your Facebook group, how to sell your Facebook group. And then that's their strategy. But it's exactly that, it's their strategy. And it might work really, really well for them, but it might work at all for you. And then we start doubting ourselves, you know, because they make 30K months and they say, if you follow them exactly, you will have 30K months as well. And you do everything that they're saying and it's still a zero. And then, you know, our natural inclination is to start doubting ourselves and then thinking, oh, then it must be that we are doing something wrong. And all, most of the time when you talk to uh, the one teaching you, they will say something that reinforces that belief. They say, well, you know, my method works. So if it doesn't work for you, then you must be doing something wrong, which plays directly into your already thinking, oh, I am doing something wrong. So, and then it's very easy to go back to imposter syndrome again and feeling like you're not good enough or that you're not doing the right types of things. So I help them discover the things that work for them. I don't teach them my method. I show them multiple ways of doing stuff. And then I help them discover the way that's their way. And 
an, an example could be, you know, if you are an introvert and 70% of highly sensitive people are introverts, so chances are high you're an introvert <laughs> you're an HSP, right? Um, and somebody teaches you the strategy of doing Facebook lives every day. And you are like, <laughs> you need to go on air, you know, and, and, and you need to really motivate yourself and you're almost shitting yourself the moment you go live and you do that every day. You can imagine what that does with your self-confidence, with your energy <laughs> and how much you're asking of yourself and nobody can keep that up. So that's not your way. And your way as an introvert could be that you might want to do podcasts without video. Or maybe you want to write blogs, or maybe you have a big story to tell and you want to write a book, or, you know, other stuff. So I help you explore the realm of possibilities and then find the ones that actually feel good to you, that, that you can do without exhausting yourself in the process. I Jesus, I wish I, I had you about 10 years ago. could definitely use you. <laughs> um <laughs> Cause I, all you're saying is I'm like, yep, mm -hmm, fully agree. Yep. I know that feeling as well. Um, yeah. having going live in my own Facebook group and having that imposter syndrome pop up in my head, but just keep powering through being able to speak with amazing entrepreneurs like yourself reinforces the idea that I know what I'm doing. It's okay. You know what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> um, now I, I want to stay on the highly sensitive, uh, people because that's, I, I, I'm pretty sure a large portion of my audience is probably around there because they, mm -hmm. they do feel empathetic or they have empathy for their, their clients they work, whether it's in their own business or if they're working for someone else. Um, yes. and they always want to feel, so, I know for myself that I always like to help people. So I'm pretty sure I, I'm probably a highly sensitive person because I love helping people and love just like giving them as much advice as I can to help them grow their podcast and that. Um, I want to know if someone's about to jump into the highly, uh, the uh, high sensitive person coaching world or just coaching in general mm -hmm. um, and helping people find their true passion, uh, what's some of the advice that you would have for them? Well, my best advice to basically any entrepreneur out there, but especially the more sensitive ones. And, and I wanted to clarify, you know, I don't like labels and I don't like boxes. I myself identify as a highly sensitive person, but also as an empath or an intuitive person or an extroverted introvert. And there are many, many labels and not everybody identifies with uh, certain words and that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but your basic instinct is that you want to help people and you are very much into the serving mode. That's, that's the biggest. Bear, yeah. That's the, that's the general overview of the individual that we're talking about. Yes, exactly. And if you want to start any business and especially a coaching business, you know, I always say there, there's no business that you can start in which you learn about yourself so much and get confronted with yourself so much as starting a business. So the most important thing that you need to do is to build that strong foundation. I always say that means that you need to get to know your own user manual. You need to know what makes you tick. You need to know what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, because if you know what your strengths are, then you wouldn't do Facebook lives, but you would do podcasts eh? like you are doing right now, because that is one of your strengths and one of your interests. And if you are not good with numbers, then you know that you need to hire an accountant as soon as possible to do all the tax stuff and, and, and the number stuff and bill stuff and, and that kind of thing. So getting to know yourself is really important and also getting to know what gives you energy, what drains your energy, um, what are you passionate about and what you 
best not do. Like for me, I am an intuitive creator. So I love, I have so many ideas for new courses or new workshops or new programs or new whatevers, you know, and, and I have a passion for coaching, but the marketing side is not my thing. It's not the thing that gives me energy. I know how to do it. I am able to do it, but it takes effort, just like doing my accounting, doing my numbers, doing my books. So one of the first things I outsourced were those types of things. And, you know, it's so it's very important to have this knowledge about yourself so that you can actually create a business that works for you and that utilizes your talents and your gifts instead of basically switching your nine to five job for a nine to five business prison. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. I, I'm just sitting here nodding, going, "Yep, okay, mm-hmm." Very good advice. Um, again, wish I had this ten years ago, uh, <laughs> so that I would have the knowledge before jumping into podcasting and all that. Um, we are coming near the end of the interview, and I hate when the interview comes to the end because I have such a great time talking with my guests here. Um, but Barbara, I want to know uh, in your uh, as part of your journey, you've probably read a lot of books, yes. and I'm a voracious. I have a voracious appetite for books. I love reading and learning. Um, it's why I started this podcast. It's to learn about other entrepreneurs and learn about their journey. Just like mm. reading books uh, teaches me uh, skills. Um, what would you suggest to someone starting entrepreneur or someone who's along their journey since you're further along mm. your journey than some of the people who are listening that would yeah. be beneficial for them to read? Well, two of my most favorite books are from Jen Cicero. They're called You Are a Badass and You Are a Badass at Making Money. <laughs> I Great love books. those. <laughs> the title is already amazing. You're, you're a badass or you're a badass at making money. That's something you think, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up that book, yes. Yeah, but the way she writes, it's very, very enjoyable. And she has really good advice. And it's about uh, what I talked about, getting to know yourself, but also um, overcoming any and all limiting beliefs you might have around money that might prevent you from growing as fast as you want. And in that order, I also really recommend the books of, well, actually Abraham, and they are channeled through Esther Hicks with her husband, Jerry Hicks like ask and it is given or i'm now reading the astonishing power of your emotions which is for highly sensitive people also a gold mine of information um but there are also other books um i'm trying to there's one that i really loved and i'm i'm struggling with the name maybe i can see it here no i cannot find it this quickly but it's it's um no worries uh if you find it after the interview, send me the in email and I'll add it into the show notes and a, a little blurb at the end. Oh, I have a, a, a page on my website. So hspcoachbarbara.com slash books. And all of these books are on there. So this one will also be there. And I, the only thing I remember, and this might be really bad, but his name is Mark something and there's fuck in his title. <laughs> That's the part that I remember and it's horrible, but it's a really good book. It's a, It's basically about stop caring so much what other people think about you. And oh yes, how to stop giving a fuck. Yes, that one. Yeah, I just finished that book. <laughs> Perfect, good assist, Phil. <laughs> that one. It, I have to say, it was the fuck that really gave it away. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, he's only, the only one that has, the, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, I think it's the yes. proper title. The subtle um, art of I, not giving a fuck, that's it. Yeah, such a good book. Yes. Um, 
All right, Barbara, we're coming to the end. I'm going to jump off screen here. I'm going to let you let my audience know where they can find you, how they can connect with you, and if they want to contact you for uh, amazing coaching advice as well. So I'm just going to jump off here. The floor is yours. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I offer everybody that is watching and everybody that is also not watching that you might have sent to me a free um, coaching session, basically, in which we are going to look at where you are now where you want to be and what is preventing you from getting there and what steps you need to take to get yourself there. So this is a free of charge, no strings attached thing. And it's basically a heart to heart conversation like me and Phil are having here in this interview where we just get to know each other and get to see where you're at. I will already give you some amazing tips in that conversation and we can see if we click and if you feel comfortable in working with me and if I feel I can actually help you. And if I don't feel I can help you, I have a really broad network and then I love connecting you with many of the many other people that I know so that you at least get the help that you need in order to solve the things that are preventing you from living the life that you love to live. So if that is interesting to you or if any of what we talked about today resonated with you, then I would highly recommend just getting in touch. I promise I won't bite. I promise we will have fun and at least we will have gotten to know each other and you will have walk away with some amazing tips and probably the help that you need. So look me up and uh, let's talk. Excellent. Everybody listening, uh, the show notes will have all the links to Barbara's website, the resources, the books that she suggested, as well as how to connect to her on social media. Barbara, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show, your advice, your empathy for being on the show and sharing your story with my audience has been uh, amazing. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you further down, seeing where you are in a few years, uh, in a year and how you've grown uh, your business and that. So I want to thank you again for being such an amazing guest. Oh, you're welcome, Phil. I really enjoyed our time together. It was amazing talking with you. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share my message with even more people. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you again for listening. Check out the show notes down below for all the links. And remember always to invest in yourself.